This is the Read to Lead podcast, episode 508. Hello, and welcome to a special edition of the Read to Lead podcast. My name is Jeff, and this is the podcast that is dedicated to your personal and professional growth. This being the first episode of a brand new year, I'm going to be taking a look at nine books I'm most looking forward to in 2024. One of the great things about this list is all but one of the books is out by mid-April, so you're not going to have to wait too long to dive into these if they sound intriguing to you like they do to me. In fact, I'm fudging a little bit on the first book. The first book is already out. It came out a week ago today, December the 26th. I have a copy. I am thrilled to be interviewing the author later this month. Going to release that interview probably in early February. It's by YouTube sensation Ali Abdal. It's called Feel Good Productivity, How to Do More of What Matters to You. Ali makes the case that the secret to productivity is not discipline, it's joy. We think that productivity is all about hard work, that the road to success is lined with endless frustration and toil. But Ali asks the question, what if there's another way? He's the world's most followed productivity expert. He's managed that in just a few short years, and he's uncovered an easier and happier path to success. Now, he's drawing on decades of psychological research, and he's found, he says, the secret to productivity and success isn't grind, it's feeling good. If you can make your work feel good, then productivity takes care of itself. He reveals how the science of feel-good productivity can transform your life. He introduces the three hidden energizers that underpin enjoyable productivity, the three blockers we must overcome to beat procrastination, and the three sustainers that prevent burnout and help us achieve lasting fulfillment. And he recounts the inspiring stories of founders and Olympians and Nobel-winning scientists who embody the principles of feel-good productivity. And he introduces the simple, actionable changes that you can use to achieve more and live better starting right now. With Ollie's insights, you won't just accomplish more, you'll feel happier and more fulfilled along the way. Again, that book is called Feel Good Productivity, How to Do More of What Matters to You by Ali Abdal. It's out now, and I highly recommend it. The next book on our list comes out January 23rd. It's called Fluke, Chance, Chaos, and Why Everything We Do Matters by Brian Class. If you could rewind your life to the very beginning and then press play, would everything turn out the same? Or could making an accidental phone call or missing an exit off the highway change not just your life, but history itself? And would you remain blind to the radically different possible world you unknowingly left behind? In Fluke, Brian dives deeply into the phenomenon of random chance and the chaos that it can sow, taking aim at people's neat and tidy storybook version of reality. The book's argument is that we willfully ignore a bewildering truth. But for a few small changes, our lives and our societies could be radically different. It offers an entirely new lens, and the book explores how our world really works, driven by strange interactions and apparently random events. How did one couple's vacation cause 100,000 people to die? Does our decision to hit the snooze button in the morning radically alter the trajectory of our lives? Drawing on social science, chaos theory, history, evolutionary biology, and philosophy, Brian provides a brilliantly fresh look at why things happen, all while providing mind-bending lessons on how we can live smarter, be happier, and lead more fulfilling lives. Again, this book is called Fluke, 
Chance, Chaos, and Why Everything We Do Matters by Brian Class. That's K-L-A-A-S. Next up is a book by a pair of authors, one of whom I've already interviewed. That conversation releases the same day the book does, January 30th. That book is called The Friction Project, How Smart Leaders Make the Right Things Easier and the Wrong Things Harder. The publisher calls it the definitive guide to eliminating the forces that make it harder, more complicated, or downright impossible to get things done in organizations. Adam Grant says if every leader took the ideas in this book seriously, the world would be a less miserable, more productive place. The authors, Robert I. Sutton and Huggy Rao, argue that every organization is plagued by destructive friction. Yet, some forms of friction are incredibly useful, and leaders who attempt to improve workplace efficiency often make things even worse. They draw upon seven years of hands-on research in the book and teach us how to become what they call friction fixers. They kick off the book by unpacking how skilled friction fixers think and act like trustees of others' time. They provide friction forensics to help you identify where to avert and repair bad organizational friction and where to maintain and inject good friction. Then their help pyramid shows how friction fixers do their work, from reframing friction troubles they can't fix right now so they feel less threatening, to designing and repairing organizations. And the heart of the book digs into the causes and solutions for five of the most common and damaging friction troubles. Oblivious leaders, addition sickness, broken connections, jargon monoxide, and fast and frenzied people and teams. If any of that sounds familiar, then I think this book can help. Again, it's called The Friction Project, How Smart Leaders Make the Right Things Easier and the Wrong Things Harder, and both the book and my conversation with one of the authors, Huggy Rao, releases on January 30th. Book number four on our list is called Never Not Working, Why the Always-On Culture is Bad for Business and How to Fix It. It's written by Melissa Clark, M-A-L-I-S-S-A, and releases on February 6th. Many workers believe, Melissa says, that to compete with other top talent, they must embrace a culture that rewards long hours, and a constant connection to work. Businesses and society endorse busyness, overwork, and extreme commitment as the most valued traits in workers. And sometimes that endorsement is explicit. More often, it's an implicit contract, a buildup of organizational and cultural norms and the adoption of new technologies that make it easier to tether you to your work. Either way, this workaholic behavior is unhealthy and counterproductive for workers and for organizations. It's time to fight back, Melissa says, and she shows you how in Never Not Working. She examines overwork and burnout, not just from the individual's perspective, but from an organizational perspective, too. She delivers a, a comprehensive nuanced definition of workaholism, busting some myths along the way. For example, working long hours, it turns out, doesn't automatically make you a workaholic, she says. She also helps you assess whether you're falling prey to the phenomenon and whether you're creating workaholics in your organization. She shows you how to escape the trap of putting work at the center of everything and thus losing your well-being or your company's performance in the process. The book is deeply researched and written for everyone, from leaders to individual contributors. Again, the book is called Never Not Working, Why the Always-On Culture is Bad for Business and How to Fix It by Melissa Clark. It releases on February 6th. Sue Varma 
MD is the author of the next book on my list of the nine books I'm most looking forward to in 2024. And her book is called Practical Optimism, The Art, Science, and Practice of Exceptional Well-Being. It releases on February 20th. The book stems from a program she created that is rooted in optimism to help you live fully and joyfully in an imperfect, turbulent world. Dr. Varma worked directly with civilian and first responder survivors in the aftermath of 9-11, and there she met people at every point of the stress and trauma continuum. She saw devastation and stagnancy as much as she saw amazing resilience and growth. She asked herself, how do some people survive and even thrive despite profound challenges? And how can we optimize the things we have control over while buffering ourselves from stress? Through her work with patients and combining philosophy, her own personal experience, and a review of the latest research in psychology, psychiatry, medicine, and neuroscience, Dr. Varma discovered that the answer lies in cultivating an optimistic mindset that stays tethered to the real world and helps us make sound and reasonable decisions. It's this epiphany that inspired her Practical Optimism program with eight pillars to help all of us experience a sense of meaning, mastery, and self-acceptance and create lives filled with joy and purpose. Optimists, research has shown, are not just happier and more successful, but physically healthier. And if you're a natural-born pessimist, no problem. The most vital piece of the Practical Optimism program is that it is a practice, a skill set that you can choose to adopt and get better at every day. It's not a book about magical thinking. Practical optimists are resourceful, realistic, and thoughtful problem solvers who possess something of rare value, the inner resources to cope during a crisis and to use as fuel to flourish. And the book includes self-assessment quizzes and exercises to help all of us see the world for the better and reach our true potential. It's a scientific and tangible pathway to boosting health, happiness, resilience, success, and longevity. Again, the book is called Practical Optimism, The Art, Science, and Practice of Exceptional Well-Being, written by Sue Varma, MD, releases on February 20th. Charles Duhigg, the author of The Power of Habit and Smarter, Faster, Better, has a new book coming out in 2024. It's called Super Communicators, How to Unlock the Secret Language of Connection, and it releases February 20th. The publisher calls it a fascinating exploration of what makes conversations work and how we can all learn to be super communicators at work and in life. In reading the book, you'll come inside a jury room as one juror leads a starkly divided room to consensus. You'll join a young CIA officer as he recruits a reluctant foreign agent and sit with an accomplished surgeon as he tries and fails to convince yet another cancer patient to opt for the less risky form of treatment. Charles blends deep research and his trademark storytelling skills to show how we can all learn to identify and leverage the hidden layers that lurk beneath every conversation. Communication is, in fact, a superpower. And the best communicators understand that whenever we speak, we're actually participating in one of three conversations. Practical, what's this really about? Emotional, how do we feel? And social, who are we? If you don't know what kind of conversation you're having, you're unlikely to connect. Super communicators know the importance of recognizing and then matching each kind of conversation and how to hear the complex emotions, subtle negotiations, and deeply held beliefs that color so much of what we say and how we listen. Our experiences, our values, our emotional lives, and how we see ourselves and others shape every discussion from who will pick up the kids to how we want to be treated at work. 
In the book, Charles will show you how to recognize these three conversations, and he'll teach you the tips and skills you need to navigate them more successfully. In the end, he delivers a simple but powerful lesson. With the right tools, you can connect with anyone. Again, this book is called Super Communicators, How to Unlock the Secret Language of Connection, and it releases on February 20th. We're two-thirds of the way through our list of nine books I'm looking forward to in 2024, and we come to a book written by another prolific author, and our second book on this list centered around productivity. It's called Slow Productivity, The Lost Art of Accomplishment Without Burnout. It releases March 5th, and it's written by the same guy who wrote Deep Work, Digital Minimalism, and A World Without Email, among others. Yes, I'm talking about none other than Cal Newport. Cal says that our current definition of productivity is broken. It pushes us to treat busyness as a proxy for useful effort, leading to impossibly lengthy task lists and ceaseless meetings. We're overwhelmed by all we have to do and on the edge of burnout, left to decide between giving into soul-sapping hustle culture or rejecting ambition altogether. But are those really our only choices, Cal asks? Well, long before the arrival of our pinging inboxes and clogged schedules, Some of history's most creative and impactful philosophers and scientists and artists and writers mastered the art of producing valuable work with staying power. Cal harnesses the wisdom of these traditional knowledge workers to radically transform our modern jobs. Drawing from deep research on the habits and mindsets of a varied cast of storied thinkers, from Galileo and Isaac Newton to Jane Austen and Georgia O'Keeffe, Cal lays out the key principles of slow productivity, a more sustainable alternative to the aimless overwhelm that defines our current moment. He combines cultural criticism with systematic pragmatism and deconstructs the absurdities inherent in standard notions of productivity and then provides step-by-step advice for cultivating a slower, more humane alternative. From the aggressive rethinking of workload management to introducing seasonal variation to shifting your performance toward long-term quality, Cal provides a roadmap for escaping overload and arriving instead at a more timeless approach to pursuing meaningful accomplishment. The world of work, Cal says, is due for a new revolution. His book is called Slow Productivity, The Lost Art of Accomplishment Without Burnout, releasing March 5th. Next up on our list and releasing April 16th is a book called Micro Skills, Small Actions, Big Impact. It's co-written by Adara Landry and Raisa Lewis. The promise of this book is quite simple, actually. If you buy the book on Friday, you'll be better at your job by Monday. The book is built on one core, easy-to-learn principle. Every big goal, complicated task, healthy habit, and yes, even what we think of as character traits can be broken down into small, learnable skills that can be practiced and incorporated in real time. And that's what they call micro skills. The authors are award-winning physicians, educators, and mentors, and they hear the gamut of challenges with navigating the workplace. The book will teach you things like how to build your career without breaking yourself, how to manage your task list to get more work done, how to build and maintain your professional reputation, how to become a subject matter expert, how to grow and nurture your network, how to become a better communicator, and plenty more. Micro Skills, Small Actions, Big Impact, again written by Adara Landry and Rasa Lewis, releases April the 16th. And that brings us to our final book on my list of the nine books I'm most looking forward to this year. The books we've considered up to this point all release by April 16th. This final book 
doesn't release till September 17th. So you're going to have to wait a little bit longer for this one, but I think it's well worth it. It's called Hyper Efficient. Optimize your brain to transform the way you work. And it's written by Mithu Steroni. We all know how to nudge our brains to perform better. A strong cup of coffee helps us get through a dull meeting and a brisk walk helps us think more clearly, right? But what if those nudges could work even harder? What if you could optimize your brain to improve your focus, process information with ease, and become hyper-efficient without feeling fatigue? But what I didn't mention is Methusteroni is a doctor, in fact, a brain doctor, and explains that our brains function like a car's engine with multiple gears that put our brains in optimal mode for different mental challenges, such as complex thinking, creativity, concentration, and decision-making. Drawing on the latest research, she shows us how to seamlessly shift our brains into the best gear for the tasks we need to be doing. Instead of unthinkingly imposing the rhythm of our daily tasks on our brains, she proposes we instead impose the rhythm of our brains on our work. And this easy-to-follow advice is going to help you perform at your best throughout the day, every day. Hyper-efficient, optimize your brain to transform the way you work is written by Dr. Mithu Steroni, and it releases on September 17th. Recapping our list, there's feel-good productivity, how to do more of what matters to you, out now and written by Ali Abdal. I'll be releasing my conversation with Ali in early February. Then there's Fluke, Chance, Chaos, and Why Everything We Do Matters, written by Brian Class and releasing later this month, January 23rd. Then one week later, you can look forward to The Friction Project, How Smart Leaders Make the Right Things Easier and the Wrong Things Harder. My interview with co-author Huggy Rao releases the same day the book does, January 30th. One week after that, on the 6th of February, Melissa Clark releases her book, Never Not Working, Why the Always-On Culture is Bad for Business and How to Fix It. Then there's Practical Optimism, The Art, Science, and Practice of Exceptional Well-Being, written by Dr. Sue Varma, releasing February 20th. Also on February 20th comes Charles Duhigg's Super Communicators, How to Unlock the Secret Language of Connection. Then there's Cal Newport's Slow Productivity, The Lost Art of Accomplishment Without Burnout, releasing March 5th. Micro Skills, Small Actions, Big Impact, releases April 16th and is written by Adara Landry and Risa Lewis. And finally, Hyper Efficient, written by Dr. Mithu Steroni. Optimize your brain to transform the way you work. The nine books I'm most looking forward to in 2024. I encourage you to check them out as they're available. I hope you had a fantastic Christmas holiday with your family and a happy new year. And thank you so much for joining me for this first episode of 2024. That's going to do it for this week. Hope to see you next time. Until then, as always, remember, leaders read and readers lead. Oh, 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 o